You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network, powered by Interstate Batteries. From your truck to your trail camera, Interstate Batteries has you covered. Visit your local Interstate Battery store today or online at interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast, brought to you by Exodus Trail Cameras, the number one podcast for bow hunting product information and hunting stories from across the nation. And now, here's your nine-fingered host, Dan Johnson. Welcome back to the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast brought to you by Exodus Trail Cameras. Today, we have a, a really cool and interesting podcast with the president and co-founder of Shield Scent Elimination Spray, and the hunter safety system uh his name is jerry widener and he is going to talk to us today about a brand new product that they have called a shield and um it is a scent elimination spray but it is different than what is on the market it's pretty interesting and from a from a scientific standpoint right the science uh i'm i'm the person i don't believe in scent elimination sprays i don't think that they can mask uh the human odor but this specific scent elimination spray, if that's what you want to call it, is different. And Jerry is going to explain to us today on the podcast about how it is different. And uh, I don't know, there's science behind it. And when when you can take a product that I'm skeptical about, similar to Ozonics, right? I was for, at first skeptical about that product. The science got me interested and then the usage of the product changed my mind so uh you know that's what today's podcast is about jerry widener uh from a shield is going to talk to us about their product their product lineup but i am really excited today because i don't know if you guys remember i i did the uh the nine finger nation t-shirt giveaway a while back and i i raised five hundred dollars for that all right so yesterday in this week i set a goal out i said okay here's the deal i am gonna take five hundred dollars 
I'm going to donate it to Q- QDMA, but I am not going to give it to QDMA until I get help from all the listeners of the podcast, the followers of my social media accounts, uh, until they dump in some money as well. And I set the goal at $2,000, right? I'm recording this at 7.30 on Tuesday night, and we have already hit that goal. And I'm I'm freaking jacked. I cannot wait to make the announcement uh, sometime. You're probably listening to this on Wednesday. So uh, either I've made it already or I'm going to make it uh, that we've hit our goal and that we're going to actually be providing the QDMA with more than $2,000. Uh, and I think right now we're sitting at... 2022 or $21, $22, $2,300 uh, going their way. And in the grand scheme of things, that's probably not a lot, but it is better than zero, right? So I'm going to keep this open for a while to see how much money we can actually raise. So if you are interested in donating money to the QDMA on this little uh, cash for conservation flash fundraiser, I guess she's what, what we're going to call it. Uh, send me a private message through Facebook or Instagram, and I will give you the details on how to do it. Uh, it's through PayPal. Uh, and I'll give you my personal information if you're interested in donating and, uh, and then you can give me money and I'm going to write a big fat check, or I'm going to donate online to QDMA. And, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, we could have done some huge drawn out thing where we get, you know, people to donate products and blah, 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 blah. But money walks, right? Money talks. And uh, I I wanted to talk the talk, but I also wanted to walk the walk. And uh, it sounds like a lot of other guys are wanting to do that too. I mean, the biggest donation I got today was $500 from an individual. And several people were donating 10, 20, uh, $30. Uh, we had, you know, a handful of guys donate a hundred, 250, $400. So, uh, I'm pretty excited about that and, and every little bit helps. So if you're reading this or, or if you're listening to this and you want to do something, what you need to do, send me a PM or a private message through Facebook or Instagram, and I'll give you the details how you can uh, donate some cash to uh, conservation as well, specifically the Quality Deer Management Association. I know that uh, today's guest, Jerry Widener of uh, Alima Shield and Hunter Safety System, they are a contributor to the QDMA as well, so they donate on a regular basis to all all their platforms, and uh, so that's uh, good to have businesses donate as well. Long intro, you know what the podcast is about. I've kind of filled you in on this cash for conservation, this uh, this flash fundraiser that we're doing for the QDMA. But before we get into today's podcast, I got to talk a little bit about uh, one of the partners of the podcast, and that is Deer Lab. Um, Deer Lab is a software that you're able to enter in all of your trail camera pictures, right? It's a software where you upload all your trail camera pictures and it brings in a whole bunch of data based off the time stamp of that picture, right? So it will tell you what the wind direction was, what the moon phase was, what the temperature was, all this data that's pulled out of the internet and it is a collection of data based off of your trail cameras uh, picture, right? So the more trail camera pictures you gather, the more data you get and with the more data, it allows you to know 
how the deer are moving in your area. And you can boil this down all the way to a specific buck, right? So with every, like every week, every other day during the hunting season, I'm always on deer lab looking back at, you know, okay, well, I have a Northwest wind, right? Where do I need to sit with a Northwest wind uh, where, you know, that has the best possibility of mature buck movement? right? And Deer Lab allows you to forecast that movement based off of all the historical data from past seasons. So this year, right, I put myself in a position. I had a trail camera picture in September of one of my hit list bucks. I knew I found a shed antler uh, to the south of where I was at. I used that data as well. And I also had an additional trail camera picture in September of, or actually it was early October of the buck I ended up killing. So and then I add the historical data uh, with where this buck was at. I had it in, uh, I had it in Deer Lab, so I sorted through and it, and I kind of drew a line between the two main places where, like, there was two trail camera locations, and I drew a line uh, between the two. And there was a terrain feature right smack dab in the middle of them uh, that I that I said, you know what, if he's going to come through, he's going to come through this terrain feature inside corner of a field, uh, into the timber a ways. And that I did a running gun. I set up and I eventually harvested that buck there on that, on that night. But what I did was I used deer lab to say, okay, he's been known to be here. He's been known to be here. Let's draw a line right in the middle. And literally on that line is where I ended up killing him. So Deer Lab, it's a great place to store your trail camera pictures, label specific bucks, and if you're the kind of person who likes to hunt specific bucks, uh, man, you can do so many awesome things with the data that Deer Lab provides you. So go check out DeerLab.com, man. It is a uh, uh, it's an awesome software, and if uh, you want a, th- a free 30 day trial period, just enter the discount code nine fingers and uh, you'll be good to go. So enough horn out, enough talking. Let's get into today's podcast with Jerry Widener. All right. On the phone with me right now, Mr. Jerry Widener. How you doing? I'm doing great, Dan. Good deal. Good deal. Now you are the president of Alima Shield and Hunter Safety Systems, correct? That's right. All right, cool. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of the products uh, with the Lima Shield today and uh, the technology in and out of that. But as custom on this podcast, we BS for a little bit. And uh, first off, I just want to ask you. It sounds like you just got back from a Kansas hunt. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, love to. I tell you what, I just got back, and I was probably as satisfied as a hunter can be without taking a game, any game. Um, deer were moving i had six bucks respond to rattling which is really unusual for me i'll in an entire week i might get one or two i had six different bucks come in Um, i saw bucks chasing does everything you could possibly hope for i think we hit it just perfect i just never got a chance to draw my bow back on the on the one i was hoping to get gotcha and you live in alabama right I sure do. Okay, so as a, a a guy who lives in Alabama and he makes his way uh, way to a quote unquote big buck state like Kansas, what was your expectations for this trip? 
Well, you know, I, I kind of have a standard set for myself that I really don't need to take a deer less than 140. I don't have a real high standard. Uh, so if a buck comes up and he's 140 plus, then he's probably going to be looking at an arrow along his way. But I've hunted this area in the past, taken some nice bucks out of there, and really anticipated shooting something in that 150 plus range right. and had opportunities not to shoot, but I did see deer in, in that caliber. So gotcha. very, very exciting hunt. And that's one thing you were kind of, you were telling me about was, uh, this isn't, uh, you know, a, a hunt that you walk away with a, you know, with a kill on, but it is a memorable hunt. I mean, it was just an exciting hunt. Just elaborate on that a little bit about, you know, your expect your expectations as maybe not the kill, but as the hunt, if that makes sense. It's yeah, it's certainly the journey. It's not the destination for me. The when I always refer to that, I'm talking about the hunt itself. Once you pull the trigger, the hunt's over. Right. And I'm very reluctant sometimes to pull the trigger and quite often people will come back and say, oh man, I can't believe you let that one pass. Because if I'm, I'm going to let them pass, quite often I'll take some footage of that deer, bring them back to camp and just show everybody. And I come back with some really nice footage of deer that I chose to pass on, but I wasn't dissatisfied at all. Um, I think anytime you can see good deer and you're seeing the movement of deer and bucks chasing does and they're responding to your calling, boy, that's exciting for me. That, that's terribly exciting. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you were playing around with some product, sounds like it. Absolutely. You know, that was another real exciting part of the hunt for me because we have this new product called a Shield, and it's a scent control technology system that's very unique in, in the industry. In fact, it works totally different from anything else in the industry. And I was able to go out and experiment with it. Now, I've experimented in the past with it and had good success. And this year when I went out, it seems like I'm always skeptical because I'm just that guy. Right. Um, I, I've been deer hunting for 50 years. Actually, this is my 51st year. So I've spooked every deer there that can be <laughs> spooked. I, I've figured out new ways to spook deer. Uh, but I have done everything I can possibly do for years in the process of trying to become scent controlled. And I spray myself down. I take the proper showers. I do the proper precautions with my boots and my, my hunting gear and scent control in every single way I can do. And I get out there in the tree and the deer gets downwind, blows, runs off, and there I go, scratching right. my head. But I can tell you, and nobody's here to verify this, but I can tell you from my heart, I never spooked a deer the entire hunt. I, I hunted for eight days. I had deer after deer after deer come downwind of me. And the skeptic that I am, even though I've done this and I've prepared for it, I see that deer and I feel that breeze in the back of my neck going from me to the deer, and I can't help but think, oh, he's getting ready to blow. And they didn't time after time after time i was just ecstatic with the results of it right and i want to i want to uh ask you some a couple questions about that here in a little bit but i want to i want to kind of take a backward step because uh Elima shield is also like i don't want to say owned by but under the same umbrella as hunter safety system 
So how does a, a tree harness, you know, a safety harness company transition over to a scent elimination system product? You know what, Dan? I, I'm sure a lot of people are scratching their heads asking that same question. What in the world do we have to do with scent control? The, this product was actually developed by a company called Bryson Industries out of North Carolina, and they're utilizing this particular formula in the medical field. It's used to kill bacteria in doctor's offices, hospitals, dialysis centers, nursing homes, different places where it's highly important to make sure that they can control bacteria. Well, the owner of this company happens to be a deer hunter, and he came to me three years ago and said he would like for us to take his product and develop it into the hunting industry. Well, again, being the skeptic that I am and the fact I don't want to just brand our name on something that is just being introduced to me, I said, you know, I'm happy to, to vet it. I'm happy to take an experiment with it. But if it's not everything you're saying it is, I, I'm sorry, I'm just not your guy. I, I can't put my name on that and and won't. However, if it proves to be anywhere near what he was presenting to us, then I said I would be happy to do that because, again, I'm that skeptic. But if I can be proven, not just tell me, but prove it to me, right? I'm, I'm your guy. I'll, I'll get behind that and push it and, and, and promote it. And that's what we have done with this product is be able to vet it, test it. We've had independent testing laboratories do testing on it. And, of course, we've done, well, three years' worth of field testing now. Right. All right. So now fast-forwarding back to where we were, uh, you know, playing around with it and whatnot. And, and I used it this year as well. But I am also a huge skeptic, right? And And over the years, you hear, and this is no offense to you, but over the years, you hear, Oh, my product's so different. My scent spray is my my scent elimination system or spray is so different because of this, 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 and this. And then, in in my opinion, people just seem to get beat down by that. And so, when a product like, let's say, what you're saying, like yours, comes along and is scientifically different than the rest of the scent elimination sprays, it becomes, it's it's almost like it's an instant gimmick. It's without people people they're they're instantly casting judgment on it so as you release this product into the hunting industry what were some of the i guess the obstacles that you had to overcome like what i just mentioned with you know you're inter- you're introducing a scent elimination spray yep yep and you know it's actually more than a scent elimination spray and first of all i agree with with you a 100% because I'm as skeptical as anybody in the industry when it comes to scent control because you could never prove it to me. Okay, kills 99.9% of bacteria. Okay, great. How do I know that? Right. I can't, I can't smell any difference if I put this on or I don't put this on. I'm not a deer. I don't have that deer's nose. I can't tell the difference. So I've got to be proven over and over again that this actually works. But the first and best way that I was able to, I guess, convince myself that this was valid was we have a product called uh, Body Core, and it's called Body Core Foam, and you actually put this directly on your body, which again is a little different from other uh, sources that are out there. And by putting it on your body, now you can start to test it. 
for instance, I haven't worn deodorant in over three months now. When I get out of the shower, I take the core body foam and I put that under my arms and I, and I do that once every five days. Now, I'm the type of person that has to use deodorant all the time. I just, I'm just that guy. But I realized when I put that on, I still shower just like I do every day, but I don't have to put deodorant on. Now, after four and a half days, I need to put deodorant on. I need something. Or I need another batch of a Shield core body foam because it will eventually wear off your body. And the way it wears off is your skin exfoliates. This adheres to the skin, kills bacteria while it's on it, but it will eventually exfoliate along with your skin itself. Everybody's a little bit different, and when they do that, for me, I realize it's four and a half days. Uh, Jay here in the office, he does it every sixth day. But it, that in itself proved to me that, okay, I can now smell the difference with this and without that. So it got my attention at that point. Now I'm able to say, okay, I have some proof, but let's keep going. Let's go forward. That doesn't say a deer's not going to pick me up. And I also don't want to say that this is 100% foolproof because I don't think anything is. Right. I, I, just, I just don't believe anything's 100% foolproof. I can put this on my body. I can spray down. I can wash my clothes in it. I can do my hair and uh, body shampoo. I do all those things, but I still have my breath to, to contend with. Um, I have maybe some equipment. Did I spray all my equipment down? Did I get my bow, my arrows, bottom of my boots? Did I get everything? Because there's bacteria and odor on everything. So you do the best you can. Go out and check your results. Well, my results for the previous 50 years have not been good. My results since I've been using this are fantastic. Now, sure, I would say that, right? Who wouldn't? Right. Okay, I have this, and I'm going to sell it, so my job to tell you that. It's my job really to say, do what I did. Take this body core, core foam. You put that under your arms, and don't put deodorant. Do whatever you're going to do. I worked out during that time. I sweated like crazy during that time. Did not smell. I had no body odor whatsoever up until four and a half days. After four and a half days, I did. So I knew how long it would last on me. Uh, but that would be the test I would say to, to at least try to convince yourself if it's making a difference. Right. So was this a product that kind of – you mentioned it crossed over from the medical field, but was the medical field using this, uh, I guess, chemical or whatever whatever the, the, the final product is, like you're using it direct to skin, or were they using it on just their clothing? Both. Both. Well, they're using it in a, a spray form form in the offices themselves. And there's a, um, there's a device that we have called an uh, odometer, I think is the way you say that. Okay. And it measures bacteria. It measures it in a digital form. And you can go into anywhere. I can do it on the surface of my desk, and it'll tell me, the content of bacteria that's on the surface of my desk. Well, then I can take the spray, spray on the desk, let it dry, it has to completely dry, and then take another reading, and it'll give you the reading after it's been uh, exposed to the Shield. So 
medical field is using it in that way, but they're also using it on the doctors themselves, on the nurses themselves, on the patients themselves to eliminate the bacteria that will just naturally form on us as humans. And the odor comes from the bacteria. So you kill the bacteria, you've killed the odor. The one thing with the Lima Shield is it actually physically pierces the membrane of the bacteria and kills it. It doesn't poison it like a lot of things that are on the market. It physically pierces it. Okay, how does it do that? If you looked at it under a microscope, it looks like a bed of nails. And the nails are actually spikes. They're ion spikes. And these ion spikes have a positive charge. Bacteria has a negative charge. And it draws it in like a magnet, physically pierces the membrane, killing it. So there's no... There's no source of odor. There's no bacteria, therefore no odor. Now, you know, I, I'm not a chemist, so I, I don't understand everything I'm saying. I know right. that it works, <laughs> but this is how it's explained to me how it works, and this is right. what I've seen. So I have to try to tell you how it's different from other products. Right. Another thing, even though you put it on your body, it's been FDA certified. It does not leach into the skin, and it has a one one thousandth toxicity of an aspirin. So it's that's why FDA has certified it. Okay. And it's the only FDA certified product in the industry. Okay. So how close? And this is just me thinking of another product that's already on the market that we use daily how close is this to an actual like hand sanitizer type product it's a real good question um you've got like um purell right uh, i'll just use them as as a, as a for instance purell does exactly what it says it's going to do you put that on it kills bacteria it kills 99.9 percent .9 of bacteria the difference in that product and lemma shield ours does that same thing but once you kill that bacteria with Purell and other products like that, if you turn around and shake hands with somebody, you now have bacteria back on your hands. With the Lemma Shield, it continues to kill the bacteria. It's on your skin. It works again to kill the bacteria. So every time you come in contact with bacteria, it physically kills it. Okay. So it has a continued, long-lasting effect. When you spray your clothes down going out to hunt, I can spray in the morning. It'll last all day. I don't have to spray again and again for the afternoon. In fact, we've done studies now to where we've sprayed one time and we've hunted all week and had tremendous results with that. So, again, these are all just experiments that we're doing. Um, if, if we got time here for a quick story? Yeah, go for it. We did an experiment here at the office. I walked into the office one day, and the girls in the front desk were all kind of just buzzing. I didn't know what was going on. I finally said, what, what, what's happened here? They said, you didn't smell that? I said, smell what? They said, somebody hit a skunk up the road here. When you drive by it, it's in my hair, it's in my clothes, it's inside my car. I can't get the smell out. Well, I was standing there with Joe, man that works with me, and I said, Joe, go get that skunk. Let's do an experiment on this. <laughs> And that's exactly, yeah, that was sort of his. Hey, go pick that skunk up, buddy. Go get it, bring it back. 
So he did. He put it in a bag. He brought it back here. And in our parking lot, right out here in front of Hunter Safety System, right in our parking lot, we dumped that skunk out. And I got our spray, and I sprayed it down. I waited 10 minutes. I didn't tell the girls what I was doing. And I asked all the girls to come out. I wanted them to smell this. Well, I had to almost drag them by the hair, you know. But one by one, they came out. They would put their nose right up to that skunk and could not smell it. It was gone. By the way, I left that skunk in our parking lot for three months. I put it where nobody could see it, by the dumpster. But I left it in the parking lot for three months. Again, experimenting to see when will the odor come back? Will it come back? How strong is it going to come back? Three months later, I finally picked it up and threw it in the dumpster and threw it away. It never, ever had a smell again to it. After you dumped a lemon shield on it? Yep. I sprayed it. I took our field spray and sprayed it down. Okay. And it it killed it. Bam, it was gone. Right. Now, again, these are stories and experiences that we've had that we've done. That was a little extreme. That wasn't planned. It just happened. Um, But, again, it was showing the effectiveness of it. I'll tell you another thing we did. I took two of our harnesses. One's treated in a lemon shield. One's not. Soaked them, completely soaking in, in just plain water. Held them up, just let them drip dry, put each one in their own individual bag, a sealed bag, and then sealed it up, left it for three months. Well, after three months, we opened up the bags. And, of course, the one bag would be like you might expect it to be. You got mildew uh, growing on it, it, terrible odor when you open the bag. The other one, we opened it up that was treated. There was absolutely no mildew, no mold, no odor whatsoever. We put it right to our nose. You can't smell a thing. Nothing to it. It will not allow mold or mildew to form on this. It kills it on contact. Let me let me back up. If you have existing mold and mildew, it will not kill it. Right. It won't kill existing mold and mildew. But if you don't have any mold or mildew on it, mold or mildew will never form on it it'll never grow on it wow so this all seems like a while right right it it truly does right so you know you've talked about how i mean you put it on your body and you can leave it on your body for x number of days as the skin starts to affoliate then you need to reapply now the spray i'm talking about the clothing spray now the stuff that you spray on your on your clothes how long does it stay on an article of clothing? Because, and I'm just thinking about how I hunt. I I I tear my uh, equipment up, right? I'm I'm walking through tall grass, thorns. Um, I'm rubbing against trees and bushes all season long. Uh, and when you when you you know spray down and then go walk through the timber and it's knocking all of it off, or does it? adhere pretty well and how long until you have to reapply you know our experiments have shown that we can go seven days without ever reapplying again now i don't know that i have any proof of that that's come from any scientific laboratory this is just our own experiments of going out and doing it but we'll spray down for instance this week or last week when i went hunting in kansas i told you i hunted eight days For the first time ever, I hunted eight days from the same stand. I never left that stand. I hunted in the morning, hunted in the evening. hunted one day almost all day long. Uh, 
I never do that because every time you go into your stand, you're leaving a scent footprint. It, it's it's like you said, you're going to rub up against the grass. You're going to be leaving scent everywhere you go. Well, again, as an extreme experiment, I said, I'm, I'm staying in the stand. I'm not leaving the stand the entire eight days and didn't. And I had deer every single day coming in, in including walking on the stand, uh, walking on the trail I walked in on. And I never once had a deer uh, pick me up. Now, I'm extreme with it. I'm head to toe with my body core. I, it, I do my hair. I do my beard. I do every single part of my body when I get out of the shower, head to toe. My clothes are washed in our clothing detergent. I spray down before I go out. So I, I'm doing every single part of it that I know. I've sprayed my boots, my muff pack, my bow, my quiver, my arrows, everything is, is sprayed to make sure I'm covering any bit of uh, scent that I can possibly you know, have. So, but I had wonderful results, and I came away from that just terribly excited. Okay. Is the active ingredient for your entire product line the same thing? I mean, is it the... the no, there's, there, are, there, are, there are some different enzymes that are in the uh, core body foam, Okay. As in the uh, field spray, okay, they are slightly different. They do basically the same type of thing, but there's a different enzyme in in the different ones. Also in the hair and body shampoo, it's slightly different there as well. But again, it's all meant to do what it's meant to do. Then we have the laundry soap, right? A, a little bit different formula in that one as well. Uh, now. The Hunter Safety System products that have the Alimus Shield embedded into the products, that's a whole different source. Okay. We, the ones that are embedded into the Hunter Safety System products have gone under a heat source and a pressing source. But once it's done that way, the Alimus Shield is permanently bonded. No, I can't. They won't let me use the word permanent. Sorry. I'm going to refrain from using that. Um, but... I am allowed to say that it will be in that product for the lifetime of the product. Okay. Okay. So if you, if you bought a harness that's got this built into it, when you throw that harness away umpteen years later, it's still in there. You can't wash it out and you can't wear it out. Okay. All right. So walk us through then uh, maybe how you do it or how you recommend you know, I want to talk about the entire system here, how you use the entire system, right? Because uh, that's the goal, right? You want people to be convinced that your entire system works and buy the entire system. So walk us through each one of your products, you know, to me, a guy who, um, you know, I, I got a shower before the hunt, I got to wash my clothes before the hunt, and then at the hunt, after the hunt, all that stuff. Exactly. I think the first step is to take the clothing that you're going to be wearing and you wash it in the uh, laundry detergent that we have. That will kill the bacteria that's in it. It will embed into the fibers, not like what is embedded into the hunter safety system products because that's under a extreme heat process and a pressing process. But um, that's the first step. Right. Wash your clothing in it. Step number two is to use the core body foam. And the way you use that, when you get out of the shower, you put this head to toe, right on your body, all from head to toe. Now, you have to let that completely dry. 
once you put on the core body foam, it has to dry because it will transfer from your body to your clothing if it's still wet and damp. So let it completely dry on your body. Also, during your shower, we have the um, hair and body shampoo. So you're using that to, to, to wash with. And then, of course, we have the field spray. When you're getting ready to go out into the woods, there's the field spray to spray down, just like everybody's been used to doing for several years. And that's the complete line. Okay. So now, you know, going back to the skepticism of all this, yep. the guys who listen to my podcast, uh, I would say, are, are hardcore. Okay. And mm-hmm. they, they, can, they can pick out a gimmick product really easy. I want you now to talk directly to them about why they should potentially add a limit shield to their to their system. Oh, I think that's that's a good point you're making right there. I would say that first of all, I am just like every hunter that's listening to this, skeptical. I'm still skeptical. Every time I go out, it seems like I'm expecting this not to work. And I come back with excellent results again. But I think the only way you can convince yourself that it's working is to have something that you can actually tell the difference of. And that's the underarm. And I think that's because what else can we smell? We don't necessarily smell bacteria. I don't smell my body odor other than my arms. So when you get out of the shower, take the core body foam and you have to shake it because it will settle in the bottle. Always shake it. Always, always, always remember to do that. And then apply that under your arms and don't use deodorant. The next day, shower just like you normally would, don't use deodorant again, and do that for several days. And you see if you don't have the same results I've got in shocking yourself that you're now on day three or day day four, and why don't I have body odor? I know I've been working, I've been sweating. I don't understand this. I should be, I should have body odor, but that's the way that you can start convincing yourself that, you know what, this is different. This is, this is not another gimmick. It's not just another product that, that somebody's telling you this marvelous story on. And I own Hunter Safety System. I'm not going to put the name Hunter Safety System on a product unless I'm a hundred percent convinced of it. And I've worked too hard too long to brand hunter safety system in the fashion that it has been branded right and i'm just i'm not willing to jeopardize that so my name's on the line um and i would i would love to hear back from some of your listeners to say you know what i tried that and i'd love to hear their results absolutely now lastly uh, if people want to find out more information about this product or even where to buy it, where should we send them? You can go on our website, huntersafetysystem.com, um, and you can purchase it on Amazon right now. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Anything else you want to uh, tell the listeners about uh, Shield or anything else you got going on? Well, I guess in the world of hunter safety system, you know, we're concerned about safety. That's first and foremost. A limit shield is great. We're excited about it. But our core business is, is safety, and our products are built around safety. Uh, we've got some new models this year that are out. Um, one of the things that, that's really catching on real well is 
harness that we call our hanger harness. Yes. And it's not really meant for hunters as while they're hunting. It's meant for hunters while they're working, while they're putting up their tree stands and, yes. and hanging their lifelines and all those things. And it's a harness that was meant to be able to carry all the items that you need while you're there, not only to keep you safe and keep you connected, but to give you those pouches and those hooks and those uh, bags to be able to carry all those things so you're not up and down that tree trying to trying to hang your stands. You can just up one time, everything you need is with you, back down, and it's a tremendous time saver. It's called the hanger harness. Yeah, I got one of those uh, in my garage hanging right now, and uh, I ah, used good. Yeah. Have you had a chance to use it? Uh, yeah, just a little bit. Um, not as much as I would have, you know, five years ago. I have kids now, and uh, they keep me out of the timber in the summertime. <laughs> when I, you know, I, I do a lot of run and gun hunting, but dude, just like being able to have a pot a big pockets there with all your screwing steps or screw whatever you need to screw in or a bow rope or whatever. Dude, I, I just love having those big pockets. Yeah, it, it does make a difference. It's just a time saver and, uh, it's meant to be built all around safety, obviously safety first. Um, but making your life a whole lot more easy while we're out there working absolutely absolutely well i really appreciate you taking time to uh, hop on the podcast today and uh chit chat about uh Olympus shield and hunter safety system well listen it's certainly been my pleasure dan i appreciate the opportunity to uh to talk to your listeners and again i would just challenge you give that a try that core body foam and see if it works for you if it doesn't i want to hear that too i want to hear those people come back and say you know what i tried this and it just didn't work so um, we're still in experimental stages and all the feedback i can get i would love to have and there you have it ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for tuning into this episode of the nine finger chronicles podcast on the sportsman's nation podcast network really appreciate it if you guys want to find out more information about alima shield visit alimashieldhunt.com huge shout out to jerry for hopping on the podcast today huge shout out to each and every one of you for taking time out of your day to download and listen huge shout out to all the partners of this podcast exodus wasp lone wolf deer lab prime ripcord ozonics and especially hunter safety systems guys uh, without those partners this podcast would not be possible so uh, please go out and support the companies that support this podcast thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you if you haven't already go to itunes or wherever you download your podcast and please leave a review also make sure you are following us on social media both on facebook and Instagram, Nine Finger Chronicles, and the Sportsman's Nation. Now, for those of you who don't know, Sportsman's Nation, S-P-O-R-T-S-M-E-N-S, right? And check out the website, sportsmensnation.com. Tons of great content coming your way. Dude, we're adding a fishing podcast. Uh, I think we're going to be adding a waterfowl podcast here pretty soon. So uh, it... If uh, you're a big fan of fishing, waterfowl hunting, and some other things, dude, I'm telling you, we got everything coming your way. It's going to be all high quality, just like all the stuff that's already out there. And if you haven't checked out the Sportsman's Nation YouTube channel, we have it. It's in its infancy, uh, the the, uh, Southern Ground. Uh, vlog is being hosted there right now. I have some of my old footage on there. Uh, It's nothing serious yet, but it's going to be. But you need to go check out Parker uh, and his Southern Ground podcast uh, up on uh, 
the Sportsman's Nation YouTube channel and subscribe to that as well. I think we're done here. All right. It's Thanksgiving. This is an opportunity for you guys to go and spend some time with your families. Uh, spend some time with, you know, some time with your loved one. You know, I don't know. Family is the most important thing in the world. It's more important than hunting, even though sometimes we, we don't treat it that way. Uh, so take some time. Reflect on what you're thankful for. That does include whitetails, uh, but family is more important. Uh, but if you do find yourself in a timber, in the timber, chasing deer, whether it's with a firearm or a bow, please, our friends at Hunter Safety Systems are reminding you to wear your damn safety harness. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.